0: Podcast, muscle and fluff. Dead by podcast, yeah, we keep it tough. Dead by podcast, something you can feel. that by podcast, keep it so real. Dead by podcast, muscle it fluff. Dead by podcast, yeah, we keep it tough. Dead by podcast, something you can feel. Dead by podcast, yeah, keep it real. And welcome everyone to the Dead Bud Podcast. The perfect blend of muscle and fluff. With your boy, Raining Gritty Green, the sexiest dad bod alive. Welcome. Let's get it. Let's go. Yo, 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 yo. It's your boy. Raymond Gritty Green, right here, and welcome everyone to the Dad Bod Podcast. The perfect blend of muscle and fluff is where that muscle meets meets the stomach right in the middle. It's right in the middle. It's a, that's how the world is built. The world is built part muscle, part fluff. And that's what I'm gonna bring to you that dad bod. So as y'all could probably see, um, You know, this is pre recorded, recorded. This is my first video for YouTube. I'm excited. You know, I'm like, yo, I don't know. I I don't have the great backdrops and all of that, but I'm going to just bring it to you raw. It's a dad bod, you know? So um, I got a special guest here with me today. Before I get into my guest, in Trust me, it's off the chain. He's off the chain, y'all. Straight up. Uh, I just want to get into my sponsors real quick. Um, the number one sponsor for the show is BK Republic, y'all. BK Republic and uh, simply, uh, BK Republic is that hip-hop culture gear. I mean, they got everything. They got sneakers. They got the Tribe Called Quest sneakers. They got the J. Dilla sneakers. They got gear for the professional. They got gear for the club they got gear for breakdancing they got gear for everything Okay. And they are my number one sponsor. Sponsored by two legendary hip hop artists, Stash Madison and Bright Mike Brass of the Heat Mom. You don't know them, go look them up because they are dope. But bkrepublic.com. You go put hashtag dad podcast uh, at the website. You get 10% off store wide. Okay. 10% off 10%. 10% off store wide. So uh, go check it out. The dad um, just put Hashtag DagBod Podcast <clears throat> Podcast in there. BKRepublic.com. Also um, please go to my website you'll see it come down at the bottom dadbypc.com I got merch on there t-shirts, masks, coffee cups you can sit it like right on the top of that dadby stomach while you're watching the news or you watching JT over there you know sip you some coffee and just don't spit it out because he will make you spit it out but you know simply just sit the coffee cup right there on your stomach I got all kinds of stuff on there I'm also partnered with Soul Nation uh, which is a head phone company they got you got your beats over there but you also got soul headphones and they got these new earbuds called the s-gear if you go to my website click down you'll see the dude with the dreads he got a little earbud in real fashionable water resistant true wireless bluetooth technology they really affordable and you get uh, i believe it's 15 percent off store wide if you just click on my link in there we have that affiliate thing going on but it's on the website dadbodpc.com without further ado y'all uh, real, oh real quick let me thank everybody over in Sweden. Poland, Germany—I shout them out all the time because they've been my main listeners to my podcast on, you know, nice. Spotify and uh, and Apple. Uh, somebody over there listening, Ireland, like I'm—I I need to get over there. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> I need Take to put the skis on. This winter, you know, and get over there. So uh, thank you to everybody worldwide, stateside. Y'all are just keep doing, keep sharing. You know, um, we've been having legendary people on this show. Dad Me, I've been having them on here from legendary hip-hop artists and, you know, culture creators. So this is what it's all about, Variety here at the DadBot. So thank you to everybody out there. And now the YouTube channel is about to be on. And uh I got my guest. I got my guest right here. I'm excited because I've been following this brother. I want to big him up and edify him right now because the thing is... There was a lot of people doing what he did, but he took it to another level with knowledge. He has the knowledge, the background, the whole thing. The brother know what he is talking about. Okay. And I'm just glad to have him here. One of the youngest, uh, black people in St. Louis. Is it like you, the top one of the top black accountants in St. Louis or Yeah, you're I mean, a part that's what of that?
1: they say they put me on those type of lists, man. I, I, <laughs> I just, I just put my head down and grind. Man. Hey that's, man, that, that's the focus. I put my head down and grind.
0: I want to <laughs> welcome everybody, JT, Jason Thornton, <laughs> the Pocket <laughs> Watcher. The Pocket hey Watcher. man, hey. <laughs> Brother,
1: I, Gritty man, I first and foremost, I want to thank you for the opportunity to come on, man. I mean, people don't even realize it, to to be invited on someone's platform is huge to me i'm always honored to be invited on and to share whatever knowledge that i have and the fact that you even think that my content is worthy enough to bring to your audience to me is huge so thank you first and foremost
0: hey man i'm gonna give you the puerto rican air horns (laughs) you get the puerto rican air horns that's what i do get the get those out hey but you know, can you tell the people a little bit about yourself? I want you to, you mm-hmm. know, kind of introduce yourself. I know who you are, right? Right. You have so many accolades behind you that make you the pocket watcher. But <laughs> could you give the people a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you do, how Absolutely. you do? I'm,
1: I'm going to do the best I can to, to keep them awake because this might be boring to the average person. But. You know, pocket watching with JT, Jason Thornton, JT, I am an accountant, right? I'm an accountant. I've been doing stuff in finance and numbers since I was nine years old. So quick bio with me. I come from a family of business owners. And in that business, each one of my siblings, we all played a role in the business at some point, some way, form or fashion. And since I was nine years old, my father and mother, they put me in a position as a bookkeeper for the family business. And ever since then, i really been on a track to become an accountant. I graduated from school, came back home, was the family accountant, the family financial advisor, got licensed and everything like that. And, you know, really been blessed because I come from a family of entrepreneurs. I never really saw myself joining a big firm and being an employee of someone. Eventually opened up my own firm. And, you know, here I am. I'm I, an accountant based out of the city of St. Louis, a financial advisor that's licensed both in tax and financial planning. A lot of my early work was representing uh, individuals and small businesses with conflicts with the IRS before appeals, audits, collections, things of that nature. And then there's also the financial planning side of it. Most people think of financial advisors, is people who just want to sell insurance and sell you (laughs) stocks and bonds. But there is a field within the financial services industry that is financial planning, you know, a field that you actually have to go to college for and get certified in and know how to work with clients all the way from creating a budget, teaching them how to save. Now when you can save, you can invest. Because you're investing, you can save for retirement oh, and because yeah. you had enough money to save for retirement. Now you have some wealth to pass on to the next generation. So that's what financial planning is. And that's what I do as far as tax and financial planning. And then all of a sudden <laughs> I decided to jump on YouTube <laughs> and and the way that that happened, it came kind of organic because of the work that I do as a financial advisor. I have clients all over. Right. I'm based yep. out of the city of St. Louis. But my license allows me to practice anywhere in the country. And I've got clients that are all over. And you know how social media is. There's different memes. There's different people that are on TikTok, Instagram. And these financial experts (laughs) pop up in your feed and they say, oh, you can be doing this with your money or you can do this and invest. And what would naturally happen is a client would send me the post. They would DM me or they would text me the post and say, "Hey, JT what do you think about this? Can we add this to my portfolio? Can we add this to my financial plan? And within like 20 or 30 seconds, I can (laughs) tell that the person that's giving this information, they have no idea what they're talking about. Sometimes even the information that they provide is illegal. So not only would it be bad financially but it can be bad well, the, the, legally, ramifications,
0: right, the ramifications the ramifications
1: of my to do yeah so what ended up happening was i would start you know explaining to the client why we can't do this why what this person is saying is bs and why they should never even listen to a person like this because they have no real credibility in the world of finance and then one day i just decided man i'm gonna start a youtube page Oh, yeah. I'm gonna start a YouTube channel where I can react to all this crazy stuff that is out here in the social media world about how to save, how to invest, how to get rich. You can do what the rich people do and do this and do that. I was like, man, I can tell everybody I could just make one video. <laughs> and then that way I don't have to do individual videos for every client that wants to know about some weird thing that somebody on TikTok told him to do yeah. with that money.
0: Yeah. They, they told him to sign it, spin around three times, and then oh and then run and go get it, you know. And, and, I, and I'll be honest, you know, mm-hmm. like being somebody, I, we have similar backgrounds, right? Mm-hmm. There was a right way and a wrong way to do business. I think my family did the balance of both, right? My, my grandfather okay. had businesses. He taught mm-hmm. me a little bit about business. I think it was more hustle, than anything, right. but he was mm-hmm. the first one to show me. Hey, I could take pecans and sell them to a grocery store. I would take them out okay. of my great grandmother's yard, clean them up, bag them up, weigh them, take them to the right. local grocery store. And then they would pay me like six, seven cents a pound. Before an eight-year-old, that was great money. Yeah, that was great, <laughs> that was great money. You, you know, right. but it gave me a sense of like what entrepreneurship was but mm-hmm. I still haven't made the smartest decisions in entrepreneurship because a lot of us, um, and this will bring up our next question, um, mm-hmm. a lot of us have that ADHD of business. We don't stay focused. <sighs> yes. We don't stay focused in, and I'm guilty of that. Uh, my wife gets mm-hmm. on me all the focus. You, I was like, babe, I, I want to do this. I wanna, She was like, Focus I say okay, I'll focus. Every time I gotta yes. get that comeback, you know, because I can mm-hmm. see we always want the Aston Martins. We want the, the, the finer things and I want it for my kids, but how do you uh, how do you stay what what would be your advice uh, to stay focused? What would be some good advice?
1: Man, so I, I I always draw from my personal experience. Once again, being able to grow up in a home of entrepreneurs, I was able to see that You can make money if you are an expert in a particular field, right? Being general, having all these different skill sets is nice. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, when someone is in trouble, when someone really needs something, they naturally want to go to someone that handles that all the time. Someone that doesn't even have to think about it. Someone that can just, oh, here it is, right? So, you know, and- even in sports, I remember there were some guys that had been playing football since they were 12 years old. There's some guys that will be wrestling since they were five years old. And I would sit back and look, you know, I started later. I didn't start playing real organized sports until high school. You know, I was blessed to be on some pretty decent teams and be able to achieve at a certain level. But when I looked back and looked at guys that were doing it since they were young, you can see the major difference in skill level, right? Just major difference. Now in life, obviously you need to be well-rounded, Oh right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, You need to have different yeah. experiences yes. because it helps you to become who you want to be. But when it comes to being a business owner, so come back to the point, being a business owner, your clients, your customers, you want to uh, build some sort of brand loyalty. How can you build brand loyalty when you're not loyal to your brand? Mm. You're so distracted. You want to do this. You're you're trying to catch the wave. Oh, crypto's hot now. Maybe I want to jump in and be a crypto expert. You know, this is going on. Maybe I want to do that. No, 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 no. What it is, is you focus on number one, where's your passion? Because if you don't have passion behind the business, then it's really going to feel like work. And if it feels like work, then obviously your mind is always going to drift towards something else. Oh, yeah. Because that's just how human beings are. Yeah. You don't really want to work. Work is a grind. Work is something that you have to do, right? I remember Steve Harvey uh, not too long ago, I listened to a thing where he said, if you just change one letter in a word, You can totally change your perspective. And I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. He didn't say it like that. JT is saying it like this. Yeah, yeah. that's the JT. This is what I got. (laughs) He said, you know, basically what I got from his message is if you just change one letter in a word, you can change your whole perspective on life and you can change your attitude towards how you get things done. And this is what he said. People always complain about how they got to go to work. They complain about how they got to do this or they got to do that. But you would change your whole perspective if you change that O into an E. Mm. You get to go to work. You get to do that. And that changes your perspective because tomorrow is not promised to anybody. In the same time where you're talking about what you got to do. Oh, man, I got to go study. I got to do this because I want to be a doctor, a lawyer, an attorney, uh, uh, something in the trades, a plumber. Man, I got to do this. I got to go to school. No, Negro, you get to do that. Because tomorrow is (laughs) not promised. There are people who don't have the opportunity that you have. Yep. There's people who are uh, who, who are born with special needs situations who would love to get to do what you got to do. So when you start to take <laughs> into yourself, man, I get to yep. something, something. Yeah. Now you're more focused. So. How do I stay grounded? How do I keep from because I've got aspirations. Like people oh, yeah. have no idea oh, yeah. my background. People don't oh. know that, you know, uh not too long ago, about four or five years ago, I've got a close friend that's a uh stand up comedian. I used to go with him to his uh spots. And sometimes, you know, when you're in the early circuit,
0: oh yeah, everyone
1: would sign up. Oh yeah. The open the, the
0: open yeah. mics. Those yeah. comedy's not easy. <laughs> Comedy is, is a hard is,
1: is a hard road.
0: That's a art. So
1: I would be yeah. I would be going with my friend, and sometimes there wouldn't be enough people signed up. So he signed me up one time. <laughs> so people don't know. I, I've done stand up com- comedy in like Chicago and little dark spots that you know nobody yeah. goes to. In yeah. in college, I did freestyle battles,
0: uh, and, you know, stuff
1: like that, yeah, contests yeah. and things yeah. like that. So I'm 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 not just an accountant in everything I do. Yeah. I've got like a well rounded base of experiences. But when it comes to being focused on something, when I made the decision to be a financial advisor, to be a trusted advisor and guide to people for their money issues, I went all in and decided to go the route that was going to give me the highest certification, go the route that's going to make me the expert in the field that I needed to be. And while other things did uh, uh, kind of catch my eye and said, man maybe one day I'd like to do that but that's only after I get this thing done oh, and yeah. there's a lot of business owners who have a grand opening and grand closing because <laughs> they did not stay focused on what they needed to get key, done to build word, a brand and expertise
0: key words you said expert right. right expert right. become an expert in something that you're passionate about you know yes. And yeah, uh, that's what I've been finding. Right. I get mm-hmm. to go to work. Right. I get to go to my nine to five. <laughs> <All right. laughs> and, but I also get to express myself through music. Like you you hear the the theme song. That's literally right. me. I made the mm-hmm. beat to it. I've been doing that for a long time. I have become right. an expert in producing and mixing downs and doing that kind of right. thing, right? Now, mm-hmm. you know, this is another another facet for me. So I'm becoming mm-hmm. more of an expert in that, not just entertainment, but the media. I like media and, and I'm more passionate about it than the job I get to go work to. <laughs> right. <But I'm... laughs> But you know, it's the truth, right? Yeah. But, yeah. But I'm trying to trying to work into that and that word expert is so true. And everybody is not experts. And oh my god. <laughs> I, I feel like some people don't
1: understand the real definition of what it takes to be an expert they'll just claim expertise in something because maybe they've studied it for a week or a few months or a year. Expertise takes years, yeah. years, yeah. right? There's, there's, there's doctors, lawyers, plumbers, electricians. When you first graduate from either college or trade school, you're one year in, you're two years in, you're still not quite considered an expert mm-hmm. among the old heads mm-hmm. in the field yet. Mm-hmm. You're making a way Oh, yeah. You are licensed. Yeah. We respect you for what you've done, but we still don't quite accept you into the realm of expert Mm -hmm. until you get past that three to five year mark. And now we can consider you an expert because you have a long body of work. Yep not just
0: talking but you you about live it stuff, but you live it and breathe it and doing yeah living yeah. doing breathe it sleep it like you, you wake you, you up thinking you. about it and and it's like oh man right. i could do this to make this better but within yes. that you live it breathe it eat it see it you know everywhere you go you see it almost it's when right. when you start paying attention stuff starts to pop out at you and you be like ah 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 you begin
1: know. to become so inter- Intellectually in tune with it, Mm -hmm. not only the idea and the concept, but the practice of it. I have this one handyman that comes to my house when I need something done. He can diagnose and fix the problem over the phone. He already (laughs) knows, like he just add turn this switch. I do this. This, Okay, all right. I know what it is exactly because he is not he. That's you don't get that from reading a book. Oh yeah, and I think that's a a a, a drawback, an issue for this internet generation, right? So mm-hmm. when we were younger, when we wanted to learn something, we actually had to go to a to, library. Library, right? Yeah, Auntie's open house, up an encyclopedia. I was gonna say,
0: yo, Auntie's house right. with them encyclopedia, them world books. You <laughs> yeah, go there, yeah. She had all all of them except one. <laughs>
1: right. So that would there would be knowledge that if you you had to really want it. Yep. Right. It, it, it wasn't a passing thought. Nowadays, you know, if, if you just want to think, who was the 13th president? Okay. Let, Google. Who, and, yeah.
0: and it just pops up. Go, and, Google and, and, almost and, reads your mind when it when no. happens. You think, <laughs> right, right. you look at it be like, I pressed one letter and it popped up. As soon it's as I pressed one letter, it was there.
1: What I wanted, right. Yeah. <laughs> and and people, that, that there's a good side of that and there's also a bad side. Mm-hmm. And let me explain it this way. So while in the past, if you wanted to know something, you actually had to put forth effort and energy. You did, so you really didn't waste your time with a lot of useless knowledge at least oh, to yes. yourself, right? Yes. It so if you're trying to achieve something, a lot of your energy was focused on achieving that one thing because it took effort. Yeah. You, there was no, you know, call somebody up and get some answers. You had to actually put forth effort contact experts on the field, go to the library, go yep. to a college professor, go to your school teacher, whoever you yep. had to actually put forth effort. Yep. So that th- th- it took work. Now with technology, you don't have to do all of that. Mm-hmm. With technology, you can simply, you know, type in the Google a question and it pops up. While that's a great advancement in technology in the way that we can access information, it also creates a level of laziness yep. While people will think that they're an expert in something because they Googled something last week and they can regurgitate what they read.
0: on it, but
2: Google, But don't
0: understand none of it. Don't understand any of no, it. No you idea. Know, we talked about that on the last episode I, I just taped and uh, mm-hmm. I had uh, Joe Jack with the guitar strap and his son, Matt mm-hmm. Squabbles, who's a, a dope MC, young kid from Philly. Mm-hmm dope. I mean, he, he he got that old school in him or something, right? <laughs> and right. and the thing is, though, he was saying that he raised his son to be a critical thinker. Mm. I was like, because okay. I was like, how is he so, like, he was like, there's no critical thinking anymore within the, the youth. We gotta bring we don't up have to. You, and you don't, don't have you to. You don't
1: have to have it. Yeah. In the past, you had to really have some sort of discernment. You had to have the ability to separate real information fake information you you are aware of hustles and the motivations behind people with the internet you they people the average person they don't really think about what's the motivation of the person who made this post mm, yep. what's the motivation of the person who made this website that's giving me this information mm-hmm. what happens is people go online not to actually seek knowledge for the most part. They go online to already define information that's going to confirm what they already
0: believe. Yep. So they're not learning. They're not even, learning they're not, not finding both points. New. Yeah. So right. you, you, you can't have good without bad. You can't have right without wrong. You need to look right. at the different verses. The problem, me and my wife had this conversation. The problem mm-hmm. with the internet is I could find anything to prove my point. You
1: No could, matter you, what
0: point you, you have. No matter right. what. No
1: matter, <laughs> no, no matter what. If you, listen, if you want to go online and prove that the world is flat, There are thousands of videos, (laughs) thousands and thousands of websites, Mm -hmm. um, lots of quotations from people from either way in the past or from right now. If you could build a huge volume book about how the world is flat. Yeah. When any rational person, <laughs> they understand that the world is not flat. The yep. world is, is is round. Yeah, right? but they'll they say, this.
0: "Have you been there? Have you been out <laughs> there? <Right, right>. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. have you been up there and seen yeah, yeah. it?" Like, oh, <laughs> there, there's this many simple experiments that can be done to prove that the world is round. But then there's also. uh, uh Misunderstood experiments that you can do for a layman Mm -hmm. that would convince them that the world is flat and make it logical
0: and make it all logical. (laughs) Yeah, and make it make
1: sense. So what I'm saying is, yeah, there's information out there that will confirm It's confirmation bias. You're only looking for information that will confirm what you already believe. In the past, we used to look for information that would either disprove what we believe to see if what we believe is real or not, or we're looking for new information to broaden our base of knowledge. Now, we only look for things that are either going to confirm what we already believe or are entertaining things that's just going to make us feel better about ourselves. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's the issue.
0: So <laughs> that is it's so crazy. How we can make some of the most illogical stuff logical, right? Yeah. And uh, and one of the things I, I kind of want to uh, bring up some stuff. What mm-hmm. have you found? And, and I'll say again, I'm guilty, right? Because I wanted to the get rich quick and and all of this MLMs, right? Multi level right. marketing, or now they call it. We're network marketers now. We're network
2: right. marketers, right?
0: Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> they make so many things logical because they can take a piece of the truth and and morph it and then you'd be like, Man, I could go sell this coffee right here. Yeah, I know this coffee <laughs> is, is. I know this coffee, it, the, everybody in America drinks coffee. Everybody around the world drinks coffee. And I could right. get somebody to, to pay $300 a month, right? But, right. And that's where I'm going to get my money from is this $300 a month, not this coffee. Not
1: the and, coffee. <laughs> it, it's never it's never the product that is service. It, it. It's and, the it,
0: recruitment. It, And it brings me to what you were saying about business. You have a tangible good, really, that you are an expert in. All this other stuff that you bring light to, there's never really a tangible good involved. And they got people thinking that their MLM is a business. And it's kind of not. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the saddest thing. What, what it comes from, it comes from a lack of understanding of how actual businesses work. So here's a true story. When I graduated from undergrad, I came home and a very close friend of mine who I went to uh, high school with, he did not go to college. He started working immediately after high school. But he invited me over. I was like, bet, man, let's go do something. We're going to go play Madden, you know, kick it. Yeah. I walk in the house and it's a network marketing presentation.
2: It's, some right? prepaid it's a network label?
1: marketing presentation. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, what is going on? People sitting on the couches and stuff like this. And they're all just like, I'm just regular clothes. Cause I'm thinking, you know, we gonna play mad. Maybe we gonna yeah. play some basketball or something like yeah. that. You know, he, cause he just invited me over. I'm sitting on the couch and this guy sitting up there talking and blah blah, 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 blah. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, uh, you know i'm asking all the questions i'm like this isn't a business yeah it is a, what what makes you think this isn't a business i was like because you you have no control mm-hmm. you have no control over uh the pricing of the product mm-hmm. you have no control over the contract with it's like there's no control to me and this is what i told him I said to me what it just seems like this just seems like i'm a customer mm-hmm. and you're offering me a rebate. You're offering me a recruitment fee. You're just yep. offering me a referral fee. That's yeah, it. That's it. It's not a business. It's just not. a referral fee. Yep. And the guy looked at him and was like, but and he started to stutter and I was like, <laughs> like, what are you doing? He's like, he was like, why are you asking these questions? I was like, Man, I just spent four years learning how to ask questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I just spent four years learning how yeah, to ask yeah, questions. That's why yeah. he was like, well, this business isn't for everybody. And he, <laughs> with, and he started signing up to other people who was like, nah, this is a business to me, blah, 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 blah. I was like, man, I know what a real business is. And the, and the issue is, one, I come from a family who owns businesses. Yeah. I knew from the age of nine, what being a real business yeah. owner is. My friends are the people who were at that meeting because really it's just two people I actually knew. The other people I had no idea who the hell they were. Yeah. They didn't have that background. And because they didn't have that background, they were able to buy in even though I'm there and I'm asking yeah. all these relevant they questions that the were, guy can't answer. Yeah, It didn't matter to them because it wasn't about the business. It was about the hope that he was selling them. Uh, because one, them they were probably tickets. in dead end jobs. <laughs> Right. They yeah. were in dead end jobs that they didn't feel any inv- a- a- advancement can come from it. And this guy was offering them the advancement in life that they weren't able to mm. h- uh, find on their own. Me, dream. I'm coming fresh from. Yeah, I'm coming fresh from college. I got the whole world in front of me. Oh, yeah. I, and plus, I know what real business is. So to me, I'm like, no, that's just BS. It's a waste of my time because. I would only want to buy a product that I really want. And if someone's offering me a a, a, a referral fee yeah. for the product that I already like, then yeah, I'll take it. But why would I buy a product that I really don't like yeah. just to get a referral fee from yeah. someone else that I know is not going to like it? It, it? To me, it never so, made any
0: sense. So does it make sense that they should just call it a... Uh, A coupon program, like a rebate program. Instead of a a business.
1: (laughs) If you say that then people won't buy in. Yeah. It's all about it's all it really is all about the marketing, the way you present the information. Mm -hmm. In the past they referred to it as pyramid selling. Yep. So in the seventies, that's really what they referred to it as (laughs) this is a pyramid selling. Scheme. It's Mm -hmm. an endless chain of recruitment Mm -hmm. that people know is like you can't keep that up. But it's the same scam just for a new age. So instead of writing letters and calling people on the phone, now you can just jump in people's DMs. And it's all predicated on the fact that you're finding people who are in desperate situations. That's normally how it comes Mm -hmm. out. They're in a desperate financial situation. And whenever you find someone in a desperate financial situation and you start to present information to them about how they can get out of it and not just how they can get out of it, how easy they can get out of it. They're going to bite on that. And that's how scammers get over a scammer. And I talked about this yesterday on my show. A scammer is a master at reading people. Yep. They will sit back and they will read you and they will look for what it is you need, what Mm -hmm. it is that you really want. And the second they find out what it is you need and what you want, all of a sudden they'll put on their disguise and they'll be that.
0: As my grandmama used to say, that ain't nobody but the devil. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That ain't nobody but the devil. That's what they do, right? right. That's, that's what that's what he does. He he appeals to you know. You can say I'm, I'm a fast
1: desires.
0: Yeah, I'm a fast from chicken today for the rest of this right. week. I'm not eating any chicken. Everywhere you go, you're going to smell fried chicken everywhere. Right. Not not only that, you smell fried chicken. They're giving away three
1: samples. (laughs) It's it's, it's buy one, get ten free. That's just just how life is. It's like when you want something, you see it everywhere. Your senses are heightened and you see it everywhere. And that's how a scammer can get over because you're partially in on the scam. You don't realize that subconsciously. But subconsciously, you are just like a woman who gets into a relationship with a toxic man and vice versa, yep. even like a man who gets into a relationship with a toxic woman, we really see the red flags. Yep, We see them,
2: mm-hmm.
1: we actively ignore them. <clears throat> and because we actively ignore them, we fall into the trap. It's only after we walk through the other side of mm-hmm. the trap, when we're on the other sides of the bars, do we remember, oh yeah, I do remember. I saw yep. this and I saw that. Is that. Because you got but what I, you want. But why we don't address realize, it? Oh.
0: We don't address it though. So, you know, it, everybody knows marriage is could be super easy, super hard, or they're in between and everything. But the one thing you know about marriage is that you have to communicate. And then if you see something that might be a red flag, let's address it and to see what's going. on. As soon going,
1: as it pops. As up. soon yes.
0: as, as soon as it does, you know. Um. So that brings back to the one thing. So you're saying that they sit and watch, basically, because now. They're a part of that society of knowing, like, "Hey, I've been broke. It's an economic recession, so to speak, going on. Yes. I need it." And, and but if I cater to this little particular thing, I know they feeling just like I feel. I'll be able to kind of fit in there with this, you know. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, they, this, people have to understand that it's these type of scams. They don't go over by chance. They are calculated when the Mm -hmm. pandemic first started these multi-level marketing companies had internal meetings with their staff and said listen this is going to be a great opportunity for us. Mm -hmm. People are going to be forced Mm -hmm. to be home. People are going to be out of work. This is our time now to get out there and we're going to have eyeballs on us that we never had before. We're going to have people who are going to be interested Mm -hmm. in joining who never would have been interested before Mm -hmm. because of the current economic environment that we're in. So it's not like, Oh, uh, just time and space. It was opportunity, met preparation. It was the perfect storm. Yeah, they (laughs) were ready. They said, hey, we're going to hit them with a blitz. We're going to do Zoom calls. We're going to do all these things to tell people, don't worry about the pandemic. This is the best time for you to be able to make your money. And when you have a person who's never been unemployed before, right, there's people who were sitting at home who have had a job for years, yep. for decades, and the thought of actually being in a situation where they could not work never hit their mind.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then now all of a sudden, someone that they went to high school with is in their DM saying, hey, man, I understand that you know times yep. are crazy, but I got a great opportunity
0: for you. Yep. Hey. Three years
1: ago, they would have ignored that message. Hey, man. Now, I have, they're ready.
0: When that happened, that's when, like, so I used to work with uh a very prominent bank for a while right mm-hmm. and I had my hand in on accounts um they a very prominent bank you've heard of them I just don't want to put it out there
2: right <laughs> you know? I got you.
0: and I've, I've seen how money moves I've seen how the uh the powerful rich really move because mm-hmm. our customer base made up for 50 percent of the profits of this bank and they were only three percent of the population of that of the customer base. So the money that I got to see how it really, you know, how it moves around and how they do their taxes, how they, Mm -hmm. how they operate for real is nothing like was, what was being presented to me at the time when I seen certain things go on, right? So, like, Mm -hmm. you had all these money wheel things and then the the loans came out and then the uh, Forex. Oh, my God. People with Forex (laughs) have no idea. Like, you're so novice at trading. I literally have been watching stocks since I was a kid. That was something I was interested in is Forex, money. I, I love that stuff because my family's from New York, so I got see that 80s Wall Street thing and it always fascinates me. I used to get the Wall Street Journal, look at the daily rates, look at the (laughs) APR rates for the day, look at, you know, and be like, okay, do my fundamental analysis as a kid, a real fundamental analysis where I'm writing it down. And for weeks, I would back test certain numbers. I would look Mm -hmm. at, I would back test before I even thought about making a mock investment as a kid, you you know what I mean? And I'll be like, oh, okay. And that's when newspapers, you really had to read, (laughs) you had to read those numbers, you know? And I remember that and and it transcends into today. But when I seen the Forex stuff came out, I was like, I kind of got in on it a little bit, right? Okay, and they I drank some Kool Aid because of the <laughs> I drank the Kool Aid, man. They told me not to drink the Kool Aid, but I drank the Kool Aid. <laughs> but I was I was generally interested because they were using um, certain kind of uh, software, and I wanted I really wanted to gauge in and like kind of like oh that's what y'all are using this software this program here, and then I left getting not getting no more money monthly money. I just needed to see what you were doing and right. then when I seen when I started combating what they were telling some of the people, some of the traders in there, you know, right. then I'm the bad guy, right? I'm the bad guy right. for giving the right information, you know.
1: Right. But here's the question that I have because I wanna make sure that you know the people are listening understand There's Forex, which stands for the foreign Foreign. exchange Mm -hmm. market. The foreign exchange market is a marketplace where different individuals, institutions and even countries come together to trade their different currencies. So if you got pesos, I got U.S. dollars. I can trade Currencies, yeah. The concept is you want, like with any investment, you want to buy low and sell high. Mm-hmm. So, if you for some reason believe that the uh, peso is undervalued right now, mm-hmm. you can buy 10 pesos for a dollar. I have no idea what the exchange rate this is, exactly yeah, 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 yeah. except off the top of my head. But you think, okay, I'm gonna buy 10 pesos for a dollar because you believe next week, next month, next year that those 10 pesos for a dollar is actually gonna be something more later. You'd be able to buy back your dollars or exchange them where you actually made money, Mm -hmm. right? So that's Forex. Mm -hmm. But additional, what you're talking about is there was a multi-level marketing company (laughs) that was selling people on the idea that we can teach you how to trade in the forex market and, and not only can we teach you how to trade in the forex market where you can make a lot of money if you bring in more people more students to yes. our
0: academy yes you can make money off bringing them in and you can use that money to trade but <laughs> right, right. so so you know uh, When I was watching, so they have beginners classes, intermediate classes, advanced classes of traders. And I'm looking at the traders in there, how long they've been trading? Not even two years. Right. Not even yeah. the people trying to experts. tell. Experts. Yeah. The experts. Right.
1: They right.
0: haven't even been in the financial industry and haven't even taken the seven series license. Haven't even understood the whole the whole concept. of. haven't even seen None. in the class. They went and got an app, learn some free, learn some free information. I mean, you can go on Investopedia and really get some right. tangible knowledge from Investopedia, stuff like that. Right. Yeah. But they were giving out. Free information. They took free information that you can get off the internet, repackage it, and then yeah. say here, here goes your course. Do this one week one. Go through these. Then week two go through these. And you should be demo trading by week two. Then week three, you know, you can put in a small lot size and then right. you know, and then we'll what we'll do is we'll give you signals. I'm not trusting your signals because guess what? You know, you're yeah. saying it's gonna go from here to here. Right. So I'm right. going to look at it from here to here. But I'm a back test that that whole time, that whole pair back tested from a three year all the way down to a one minute, sometimes 10 seconds. I'm looking right, to see how it goes, see then, how it goes now.
1: Just to be clear, because I think there's a lot of people who might be watching and don't understand the language that you use when you talk about signals. So yeah. what, what was the signals? What the signals okay. were basically is we're going to give you the trades. Because yeah. I'm in these yeah. YouTube streets. I know yeah. what was going on. Yeah. They were saying, you don't even have to worry about making the trades. Yeah. We're going to tell you the trades that we're going to make. And you can make them at the same time that we make these trades. So all you got to do is sit back. They even had a thing where it was almost automatic. Yeah. Yeah. Where you would basically link your account oh, yeah. with their software yeah. and they would basically be trading on your behalf. That was part of the sales pitch yep. that, hey, you can get this Our signals where you just sit back and you could just make money automatically. So yep. here's a quick personal story. This is a personal story with me and a, a forex company. What ended up happening was on Facebook. I have a friend that I went to high school with and someone who I always considered to be fairly intelligent. Mm -hmm. She did. She got pretty good grades. So similar to me. She went to college and she got a pretty decent job, where she was making about six figures. Uh, At some point, I guess she decided because, you know, I'm watching through Facebook. At some point she decided to make a career change and she started doing something different. And I started kind of seeing things to me that was red flag that were like, you know, multi-level mm-hmm. marketing companies. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, about maybe a, a year or so ago, it was a Forex company because, mm-hmm. you know, these people will always post about the company that they're in because they need recruits. They mm-hmm. need people to come in so that they can make the real money. Mm-hmm. My issue was I'm a financial advisor. They were posting their trade results. And they were posting results that just didn't make sense to me. They were Mm -hmm. making like astronomical type of uh, return. Yeah, We're talking about like 20% or better type of return. Some
0: people don't get that in a year. Like, Not
1: not, not at all. And (laughs) I saw other friends of mine because we went to high school together. So we have multiple, talking about hundreds of people Mm -hmm. who are similar uh, friends, who are mutual friends. And I saw them posting. And they were like, wow, teach me. I want to know, bop, bop, bop. I'm yeah, like, hey, this uh, is going too far. Yeah,
2: yeah. This is
1: going <laughs> too far. So I, I, I posted, I said, I said, listen, these numbers seem extremely high. I'm a financial advisor. These numbers seem extremely high. If these numbers were real, do you understand that you would be one of the top money managers in the world? Yeah. They didn't, they kind of ignored that one. So I came <laughs> back and I said, listen, if these numbers were real, why don't you come and join my firm? Yeah, because if you are able to get these type of numbers, yeah. you can simply join my firm. I have clients that will throw millions of dollars yeah. at you if you would simply, you know, give us these trades. It's twi- you percent. so much money. 10, 20 percent right? a day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is this this is ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. And then they just, so they basically were saying, well, you know, I don't I don't like to uh, trade for other people. I just like to trade for myself and teach people how to do it. I was like, but do you understand that the, the richest people in the world are hedge fund managers Yeah, that you can make millions of dollars a day being yeah. a hedge fund manager? If yeah. you can do that, hell, just listen, give <laughs> me the numbers and I'll just pay you a million dollars a day. So, and, and, and all of our friends are reading this. They're yeah. reading how yeah. this person is saying that they can make these great returns, yeah. They're saying that they can teach you how to make these great returns. But when given an opportunity from a licensed professional financial advisor yep. to be able to make millions of dollars a day, they turned it down. Yep. So, obvious you know, to say that everyone kind of realized this can't be true. Yep. Because, why are you denying a multi million dollar opportunity, if this is real, JT. to make a commission of $100 or $150 JT. per signing someone up? Check else.
0: this out. So I've been guilty on the Facebook, do a live. I got my whiteboard. Look, got your whiteboard. <laughs> not and the whiteboard. Not the whiteboard. But but truth be told, I do have a spreadsheet that was given to me mm-hmm. that breaks stuff down properly, like the trades properly, the, the, the whole nine of how you can get to a certain number. But your consistency, patience plays a real part. No, you know, all of that plays a factor. They don't tell you all of this. But I have been guilty to be on Facebook, get people into the Zoom. And then the problem with that is, is that we giving too too much trust to certain people that brought you in to, to bring them through the system to coach them you know, for you while you're trying to recruit. Now you're losing people while you're getting people in you, and, and, and you go through that. You, it's you, the,
1: it's the, the problem is it's never about the business. It's about the hustle. Yep. It's about bringing other people in. Yep. So one last story about Forex because I, I can go on and on but one I'm last personal story. About, maybe about two years ago I had a, uh, a client come into my office and he needed some help because he had like two or three years worth of tax returns that they did not file. And this person was a, um, a 4X trainer. So they were originally a part of one of these multi level marketing companies mm-hmm. and then they decided to do it themselves. Right. So and they had a pretty decent background, a professional background before they did Forex. Mm -hmm. It was not related to Forex Mm -hmm. and it was it was not related to anything financial. But they had a very uh, well-respected professional career. And then they started doing uh, Forex trading in a multi-level marketing company. And then they decided to start their own online multi i mean uh forex training course that you can buy online and you can also go to seminars this mm-hmm. was before COVID, so they mm-hmm. would do seminars that you'd host you come in and pay whatnot and this guy was making decent money that's mm-hmm. why he was very concerned that he came to me that he needed his tax returns prepared and everything he yeah. was making very decent money upwards he was bringing in upwards of maybe over 200 and something thousand dollars wow. maybe around in between 250 300 Yeah. Very, very decent money. Mm -hmm. But after I prepared and went through three years of tax returns of this person making that decent money, when I looked down, I realized he did not make one dollar from trading. Not one dollar from trading. Mm. all of his money came from the courses that he sold on how to make money trading. Let that sink in for a moment. This man was making hundreds of thousands of dollars, teaching people how they can make millions he of dollars made nothing. trading. He didn't <laughs> even have a, a brokerage account that showed any transactions for the years of the tax returns. So not up.
0: even losses. No, not even the losses from bad bad forex trading he didn't even trade trade. he didn't have a no brokerage account or nothing
1: he made his money off of teaching other people to do something that he wasn't doing so that just goes to show you as an example of how much BS it is these guys who are doing these courses, and it's not just Forex. It's all the yes. other fake guru stuff. Mm-hmm. These guys are selling you courses in things and topics topics and subjects that they don't do themselves. There's guys who sell courses on how to make money in real estate, but they don't own any real estate.
0: You know what? <laughs> you have blow me away. Right. You just sold all these courses. It didn't even use any of it yourself. Like, even I was in it because I would sit with people, bring my computer, sit down with them, show them this is how you look at a trade, this is how you place a trade. And then they'll be like, nah, that's what I was such and such told me. I said, well, you could be impatient or you could be patient. Because if you, most of the time, people don't know that they just straight up betting. They're, they're gambling at some point when they do high-frequency trading and stuff like that. They're, it's like betting on the horses is what they're doing with their money. They have
1: no idea. They're, they're, they're doing the, the, the sin of thinking that past results is going to guarantee future performance. Mm, yep. They're, 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 is another example. So when I was younger, when I was in college, uh, I, was a, I was a blackjack player. Blackjack mm. is a game that the, the player has a little bit more of a chance to win than other games of chance. Mm-hmm. But I was at the blackjack table and I looked over and I saw the roulette table and I saw that it hit red like 12 or 13 times <laughs> in a row. And then it finally hit black. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, while I was at the blackjack table, I said, man, I'm gonna look over there again. If I see it hit red 13 times in a row, Mm -hmm. I'm putting 500 on black because it's got, there's no way that it's going to hit red 15, 16 times in a row. To me, I'm like, it's mathematically impossible. It's just ridiculous. (laughs) So I look over and it's on number 13. So I run over there. Oh, man. I try to put my 500 down. I didn't have time. It hits black. I I miss out on that opportunity. Uh So I sit my butt back down. I keep playing Uh blackjack. I said, man, if it does it again, (laughs) I'm betting it all on black. It took maybe an hour, maybe an hour or two for it to happen again. It happens again. This time I run over there. I get there in time. I put all my money down. Red for the 17th time. (laughs) Uh I'm sitting there like, what's Uh going on? Uh What is this? It well, hit how you. How is this going up? And then I said, okay, I'm going to do it again. Yeah. I had to go to the ATM. <laughs> I had to take money that I was going to buy my, my books with because I got to uh, make this money back.
0: Your heart doing like this right now oh, at man. the ATM.
1: This house, <laughs> I'm not even sitting at the blackjack table no more. I'm standing right by the roulette. Waiting for it to go to 13 reds in a row. Because this time, not only am I going to win, but I got to win back the money I
0: already oh, lost. yeah. Oh, you took, revenge traded now. You revenge.
1: It took another hour, hour and a half to get that many reds in a row. Finally <laughs> happened. Put my money down. Red. 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 <laughs> said, come on. At this point, I'm done. I, I, I'm packed out. Hey, I don't well,
0: have. Hey, I'm, I'm just say, overdraft. They whipped your ass. That's what they did. I was thinking like, what is going on?
1: (laughs) Then when I go back back to campus and I really think about it and I said to myself, hold on. It's always a 50-50 chance. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how many times it hit red in a row. It doesn't skew it to become a higher probability to be black. Just because it hit that many times in a row, every turn... Every spin of that wheel is an individual, isolated spin yep. of that wheel. Yep. And it's always 50, other than when it hits, you know, yep. or whatever. Yep. But I'm talking about just uh, when it comes to uh, red or black. Yep, It's always 50-50. Yep. It never mattered. Yep. Right? So I say that to say when, it, when people think that they can just look at a chart and that's going to give you the ultimate roadmap to creating mm-hmm. wealth, That's just not how this
0: works. Yep. You know, um, it's funny you say roulette. That's my favorite game at the casino. When I was at, uh, I lived in Kansas City, so I frequent all their their casinos, right? Uh. But I learned to play where you win okay. and lose at the same time at the roulette mm-hmm. table. My percent, win percentage is 80% every time I go to the roulette you table. Because
1: spread, you, you spread it out. You, didn't, yep. you weren't on one number. You spread you, you spread it out in five, different areas. Five different spots. Yo, 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 yo. Exactly. I hedge it. it. Right. I hedge
0: my bet because I play five different spots, but right. it's playing 30 numbers. It's not playing all 36 of them. So it's mm-hmm. a little bit of random ability in guessing. But my chances of winning are way higher than just going red or black. (laughs) And somebody showed me that because I had those days like you, right, where I was like, it's going to come back. It's going to come. But I think in life, we have to understand, yeah, that's that 50-50, right or wrong, the duality of life, right? But. But you have to learn how to hedge your life too you're going to have to take some losses to get the yeah. the, the big wins you're going to have to take yeah. the losses to win you know
1: without without risk you mm-hmm. can never have great reward right yep. so as a financial planner i got to work with clients and i got to work with clients based on their individual risk tolerance mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so what what is risk tolerance risk tolerance is a individual's ability to stomach a Mm -hmm. loss Mm -hmm. and based on that individual's risk tolerance, that is how you really set up and prepare a uh, investment portfolio. It's not automatic. If people were robots, almost everybody would have the same portfolio. Yep. Everybody would have basically the same exact indexed fund Mm -hmm. uh, portfolio Mm -hmm. because trying to pick individual stocks uh, is not highly profitable. Uh, Financial advisors aren't great at picking individual stocks. Mm -hmm. So naturally, laymen, the average man and woman, you're going to be even worse at picking individual Mm -hmm. stocks. Over the years, it's been time tested and proven that you're probably better off just, you know, investing in an index fund, Mm -hmm. playing the long game, buying it, and hold. Use money that you don't expect to have to uh, play with. Invest the money that you can sit around for the next 10, 15, 20 years. Mm -hmm. And with an index fund, you're going to make money. For the most part, you're going to make money. Just depends on when you retire. Then when you're about five or eight years away from retirement, you need to really rebalance your portfolio. And just to make it simple, you go from stocks that are volatile to stocks that are flat so that you're preserving. While you're preserving, there's not a lot of growth, but because you're about five or eight years away from retirement, Mm -hmm. you also won't see a a hard dip when you go to retire. So what what am I saying? It's really about when it comes to investing, retiring, making sure that you have financial freedom. It's going to come from discipline. Mm -hmm. It's going to come from realizing that this isn't a hustle. We have a pretty much a a whole body of knowledge of a a, a profession called financial planning where we pretty much have a set schedule of how to get this done. But because people are so uh, different individually, you have to look and say, okay, I can get you. Let's say I can get you a 12 percent return. But because you look at the market every day, you can't sleep at night. Yeah. Right? Because you yeah. see it swing yep. up. And oh, swing look! Down. Now, look, I've been at the guys, chart.
0: I've been at a chart like this, five o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. uh, oh, oh, just right. like looking around like, oh man, I can't even sleep. I'm like you can't, up, sleep. you can't sleep.
1: Now take another person who they don't even look at it. They'll look at it maybe once a quarter or maybe once every you know, every other month. It's not a big deal to them. Yeah, exactly. Y'all both are getting that same twelve percent but mm-hmm. this guy is getting 12 percent, and he has a good quality of life mm-hmm. you're getting 12 percent, but you're up every night and your stomach's in knots. knots so as a financial planner i gotta create a portfolio for you that's maybe a little bit more stable maybe you're just getting eight percent but you're sleeping well at night yeah <laughs> so quality of life is also it plays a part in how you actually are an advisor and that's a difference between someone who's a financial planner, someone who's looking holistically. They're looking at your entire life as far as finances and what your goals are. And a stockbroker who's just trying to sell you mm-hmm. something because they make money yep. off the, se- yeah, off the commissions commission by yep. selling you something. Yep. And, and you have to be able to uh, determine the difference. And it's hard to do that sometimes Yeah. because stockbrokers in the past, they used to just just call themselves financial advisors. But recently, the SEC has set up certain rules where it's like, eh, you mm. can't really use the advisor term mm-hmm. if you're not licensed as an advisor. Yep. If you're licensed as a broker, you need to use the term broker. broker. Some of mm-hmm. people are saying that they're wealth managers. They're always, <laughs> It feels like stockbrokers are always trying to run away from the title mm-hmm. broker because yeah. people are hip. To too. the concept of what a broker is, mm-hmm. the difference between a broker and an advisor. So they're always trying to run away from the term broker. But if you are an individual investor, if you're a person out there and you're trying to get help with knowing you know, how to invest and you're looking for an advisor, you need to ask them, listen, are you licensed with the SEC? As a investment advisor. You gotta be mm. plain with them. Yeah. Because these guys, these hustlers, they know how to play with words. Yeah. That's why they're good. Yeah. You need to ask them, are you licensed with the SEC as an investment advisor? Are you a fiduciary? Right? Mm-hmm. This F word fiduciary means they are legally required to put your interest yep. above their interests. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't even matter what they say yeah. because you could just go to the sec.gov website, and put their up. name in and you could find out for yourself. But I always say ask them
0: because to you need what to, they say, you need to, to check their integrity too. That that's right. an integrity check, you know. Right. And so this Lisa, how much time you got, man? I know you don't. Have...
1: I, got, I got, I got time. I blocked out. I blocked out some time. For you,
0: okay, though, so I'm good. I appreciate it, man. You gave me goosebumps, man. You giving me goosebumps. <laughs> so what I want to do is get you in your element and 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 kind of big up how I found you, right? I was just scrolling through YouTube and I was like, hmm, what is this? been stuck ever since, dude. Stuck. (laughs) You have a recipe for the the madness, the goodness. You have a recipe for it all, man. You got it. So, what I'm going to do is put you on the spot a little bit and put you in your element and get your reaction to something that I was a part of at one point in time. Okay, let's do it. it. um, And this one is, and I know you heard of it. Let me make sure I got it up. Um, Ivy Stokes. You ever heard of Ivy Stokes?
1: Man, I know that name. I've heard that name.
0: My Econ
1: <laughs> My Econ. Yes.
0: My Yes,
1: yes. Believe it or not, I've had clients who in the past who were a part of it. Yes, my Econ. Man,
0: I, I thought income shifting was revolutionary. I was like tearing <laughs> up my, tearing up that W4, boy. I was tearing it up. I got 12, 12 installments <laughs> on there. And then I'm getting my, you know, I, man, I got, I was tearing that mug up, man. And then I really got to study and understand some things. But this so, one, I, let's see here, man. You might have to coach me on this because, you know, you right. didn't, you introduced me to this. I could just share it, I guess. All know.
1: right. So, so you want to share it. And when you click share, you also want to click the um, click the uh, the tab, gotcha. right? So you got three options. You can share entire screen, you can share window, but you can also share the tab. You want to share yeah. the tab and make sure you click the box in the lower left-hand corner that says share system audio when you yep. share that tab. Yep, I that got you. That way everyone can
0: hear. I got you. Can you see me? Can you see it? All
1: right, it, it? It takes a second. Yeah, it's popping up. It's popping up. Okay. I see it. I okay. see it. I see it.
0: Let me make sure the screen is good here. Boom. All right. We, we playing with fire now. Okay. All right. Here we go. Check this out. All right.
1: The extra digit. So some move. people okay. would tell you,
3: well, you shouldn't invest in a 401k. You shouldn't invest in an IRA. And so, what you should ask them is why. And when they give you the the jargon, say, "Can you show me the man?" The audio is dubbing. I I hear because, it, but it's also echoing. In other
1: words, I want to you- make sure that it's not me.
0: You say say that again.
1: The audio is echoing. I, I want to make sure that it's it, it, it's not me. So let me, okay. let me check real quick and make sure that I got the uh, audio canceling. Okay, all right. Okay, it's, it's, it,
3: not, me.
0: it's okay. not me. Okay, and. Hopefully it's not me.
3: <laughs> you go take, if you make 50,000, you take a thousand dollars and you put it in the bank. You still got to pay the, the taxes on the thousand dollars. Am I correct? Yeah. If you take it and put it in your IRA or your 401k, you don't pay. You don't pay the taxes on it, right? I That's
1: $340. So what he's, what he's saying is, okay. If you're self-employed or a W2 employee, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. If you make money, (laughs) Mm -hmm. that money is taxable. Yeah. But what the federal government has set up to incentivize people to save for their own retirement, you got to understand motivations. I think people don't realize what what is the motivation of the government in doing this? Yes. To incentivize people to save for their own retirement so that they're not a heavy drain on the government with Social Security. They're going to make it a incentive so that when you put money away for retirement, Mm -hmm. you defer taxes on that money. Right. So what he's saying is the difference between making money and putting it in a bank, Mm -hmm. you're going to be taxed on that money, Mm -hmm. making money and deciding to put it towards your retirement. The federal government says, "Okay, we're going to tax you later on that money when you're actually retired. So that's that's what he's referring
0: to. Okay. All
3: right. You see what he That's a three hundred dollars swing on a thousand dollar investment, isn't it? So if the IRS is going to hold your money into your on your W four, if they're taking a thousand dollars too much out of your dub do- on your taxes, which is only eighty three dollars a month, if you change your W four and get the money put in your check and then put it in your four hundred one k or your four hundred three b or your IRA, you just create a thousand dollar tax deduction, didn't you? OK, let's pause it. Down. Yeah. So, so now what he's referring
1: to is in the past, he's given an example in the past. When you prepared your tax return, you got a refund of a thousand dollars, meaning that you over withheld for a thousand dollars. And the point that he's trying to make is you can change your W-4. What is a W-4? W-4 is a IRS form. That your mm-hmm. HR department at your job uses to determine how much money do they need to withhold to make sure that you're properly paying the amount of tax that you need to pay. Mm-hmm. What he's presenting to you is an opportunity to say, "Hey, instead of overpaying the IRS a thousand dollars, you can correct that W four to get you close to the zero mm-hmm. Right? You really don't want a big refund. No, in most situations. No, you don't. But I can get to why that normally happens. Yeah. But in most situations, you don't want a huge refund. You really want to be able to just kind of break even maybe a couple hundred mm-hmm. dollars worth of a refund mm-hmm. at the end of the year. And what he's saying is instead of you allowing your H.R. department, because he's saying it's the IRS, but it's yeah. not really your H.R. department, mm-hmm. allowing your H.R. department to withhold really over withhold a thousand dollars at the end of the year correct your w-4 so where it's mostly a break-even situation now the question is what do you do with that thousand dollars now because in the past you received that thousand dollars at the end of the year or really at the beginning of the next year in the form of of a tax refund he's saying if you were to change that withholding you would actually be getting around 80-something dollars extra a month Mm. now. So what do you do with that money? And it seems as if he's saying, how about you actually put that money towards retirement, which is great information. I would say, yeah, Yeah. that would be better for you because with compound interest, it's better for you to put the money in at the rate of 80-something dollars a month into an investment rather than wait to the end of the year and put the whole thousand dollars in. So, so far. So far,
0: so, far, so good. good. Okay. okay, so far. I'm, we fact checking, JT, we right. fact checking. <laughs> I'm fact checking with you, man. <laughs> I've been through it.
3: And you started the principle of cash, asset, cash. You started that principle in your life, right? And once you got it started, you can grow it and maximize it, am I correct? and the math will take you where you want to be, you see? And if you start doing that, you'll get stronger in that. You'll get stronger in that as you do that. And so you don't have to be, and that's why going over these classes and coming to classes is, is, is constantly good because you start getting the training, the mathematics part of it, that keeps <laughs> you focused and keeps you convicted to the point that you can sit down with a friend and say, let me show you something.
0: Here we go. Say, there, you, you, you ready? Yeah, I see it coming. I see it coming. You see it coming? Yeah, I see it coming. You it coming? <laughs> yeah,
3: see get it in coming. business with me. So you can sit there and talk to somebody about a thousand years about selling something. And they're like, I don't know how to sell. I can't sell. I don't even want to sell. I don't like asking my friends for anything. You said, but let me show you something. Get in business with me. Change your day before. They take, let's say you get $200 a month back. Take that 200 and put it into your 401k. I right, t- t- pause real it's quick. 20- that's that's that's
1: a, that's a higher number than what he said before, right? Mm-hmm. Before it was it was eighty something bucks, right? He mm-hmm. was giving uh, an example of having about a thousand dollar refund. Now he's talking about you know two hundred dollars a month. And let me explain to to the average person who's like, what's what's the big deal? Here's the big deal. Here's the difference. The people that he is talking to right now, Mm -hmm. on the general level, I've been doing this for years. The people that he's talking to right now, they do not get a big tax refund because of the amount of money that is withheld from their payroll check. Mm. People who are in this economic situation, they make the money or they get a tax refund based on refundable tax credits, mm. <laughs> OK, it's because refundable tax yeah. credits is yep. not based on the actual money from their withholding It's based on the fact that they have the child tax credit, they have the earned income tax credit. That's normally why someone who's in a lower income situation gets a big refund. Mm. So changing your W-4 withholding isn't really making the big swing. Someone who does have a W four withholding mm-hmm. that is required for them to meet their tax obligation, this uh, uh, advice that he's giving will actually hurt them at the end of the day because they're going to end up owing.
0: Owing, yep, yeah, yep. exactly. Why don't do it no more? <laughs> <laughs> uh, here you go. four hundred dollar tax
3: it up if you're in a. Thirty-three percent tax bracket because you're in Georgia, six to the state. So you ain't got to you a gotta make man. a whole lot of money and pay twenty-eight to feds, right?
1: The people that he's talking to are not paying thirty-three percent in taxes. Nah, there's a good chance that the people that he's talking to probably pay damn near nothing. And federal income tax. Mm -hmm. When you actually account for the child tax credit and the earned income tax credit, Mm -hmm. they probably pay nothing Nothing. in federal income tax, let alone 33 percent. So he's what he's giving is a, a, a false. Uh, impression of the actual tax that people who are would be in a meeting like this—they're yep. not paying.
0: Not even, days. not even close to it, man. They, they, they pulled up in the foreign a tours. Neg-
1: they probably have a negative income tax rate. They, listen, because they get more back from the federal government than they actually. Could.
0: Yep, and they, they looking for that that extra. That I've been at some of these meetings before. And I see uh, who's there, and I picked up on this and say, dang it, I got caught up. I got you now. <laughs> you know how that you go, eh, heh, heh, eh, heh. Uh,
1: <laughs> me, me and my best friend be saying all the time. It comes from that uh that the golden child when Eddie Murphy is walking into the temple and there's all those little pipes, and he's like, There's a ground.
2: Yeah. There's a ground. Yeah, and he there, puts
1: the and he doesn't hear it. he's like. Yep. Ain't no ground in yeah, here.
0: Yeah, like, ah.
2: yeah, <laughs> Uh, it, yeah, and
0: coming to America in the barbershop. Right, right. He like, said, wait uh, where's uh, the Where's the Where's the spoon? <laughs> <the> spoon right? <laughs> Taste the soup.
2: Taste
0: <laughs> the soup. <laughs> exactly, but that's that moment I had when I start right. seeing, it. And, and you know, it took m- maybe two or three times before I really was like, ah, oh. you know. Now, granted, I worked a lot of jobs. I worked like two jobs here and there. You know, I'm making." I mean, rich or nothing like that whatsoever, you know. But uh, look, too rich to be poor and too poor to be rich, man. You know, and, and I mean, this it is what it is, right? But right. Uh, but yeah, here here we go, JT. Okay,
3: so that's going to save you thirty-four on, on that twenty-four hundred dollars. That's going to save you about eight hundred dollars in taxes. So, now, okay, let's go back to the um, let's go back to the calculators real quick. We had. 200 a month okay let's put 200 a month here okay let's give them nine percent nine and a half percent okay
0: hold up though jt did you peep Mm -hmm. that Let's give him 9%, no, 9.5%. Like, it was real smooth how he, he right, added yeah, the, the extra.
1: Because the numbers probably didn't come to what he wanted, so he bumped it up. But that's actually conservative, honestly, 9 9.5%. So what he's doing right now, he's giving people a visual representation of what they could actually do, which is actually a decent thing to do. Because here's the deal. The average person... Who gets you know, a $2,000, $3,000 tax refund at mm-hmm. the end of the year? They probably, they're not even gonna have that money four or five months down the road. But if they would adjust their W 4 withholding and have their employer automatically put that money into their uh, retirement plan, mm-hmm. their 401k with their job, he's demonstrating the difference of how much that money could grow into long-term investing, which is good and decent Mm -hmm. uh, financial planning. Here's the issue. I'm reading the title of the video. And the title of the video is basically saying, why do you really need a home-based business? This is the hook, right? The, The bait is he's actually giving sound financial advice for the average person, but he's not really gonna make money off you doing this yeah what he's gonna make money and that ties back to what is this person's motivation yep what is that motivation what are they getting out of the deal and i don't know what it is about me is it the accountant in me is it my father in me i'm always when someone is talking to me when they're trying to sell me on something i'm always asking what is your motivation Yeah.
0: Behind. Yeah, so so the him is what we call it in sales. The him what's in it for me? You know, I'm, I'm a him You know, what's in it for me? You know, and, and and that's what you're looking at. You know, on on their side, the what's in it for them? You know, what's
1: in what's it really? The, and and what I'm reading out of this is the information he's given doesn't mean anything. That's that's the bait. Mm-hmm. The hook is the home-based business. yeah. Because in order for you to have a home-based business in the presentation that he's given is you need to sign up with his company. Yeah. And that's how he makes money. He doesn't actually care if you do the sound financial planning stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What he cares about is the home-based business. And just a quick example of, I had a client very recently, I want to say maybe last year, she was in this program she ultimately ended up spending believe it or not she ended up spending around ten thousand dollars on business expenses to be a part of my econ and when i prepared her tax return and i showed her that she owed money she could not she she's flat out she said i did something wrong (laughs) and it took everything in me to bite my tongue and i just said okay well What do you think uh, is wrong? What what about this? You know, what error do you think that I made? And she said, I was told when I joined my econ that if I change my W4 withholding and I had these business expenses, not only would I not owe taxes, I would probably get a bigger refund. And I had to explain to her and do the math for her. I said, listen. Spending $10,000 on business expenses, meaning it was all lost. There was no profit she made in this business. Spending $10,000 only saved you $1,000 in tax. So you threw away $9,000 in this situation. You would have been better off keeping the full $10,000 pay the extra $1,000 in tax mm-hmm. and you would have been $9,000 to the good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because people don't understand there's a major difference between a tax deduction and a tax credit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When you have a business loss, that's a tax deduction, meaning you're going to be taxed less yep. on money, right? So let's say I make $50,000. I have $10,000 of a business loss. That means that I'm going to be taxed on Mm $40,000 instead of being taxed on $50,000. But when you actually apply the tax rate to that, you Mm -hmm. realize, well, I only really saved myself maybe $2,400 if we're using like a 24%, right? I saved myself like $2,400, but I lost all that other money. I would have rather paid twenty four hundred dollars
0: and in- save. <laughs> yeah, you know what? There's a there's a term for that, uh, JT. Um, you you know what? It, it made me you made me think about it. You know what it is? Uh, what? It's called hustling backwards. They hustling
2: backwards. <laughs> hustling backwards. Yes, absolutely. Hustling, hustling
0: backwards. backwards. I can, I can I can say party. that. I can say right. that. I, I'm, right. I'm so transparent. I want to be transparent right. with my dad bodies. Right. I'm admitting I got a dad bod. How transparent is that? Right. So I'm going to be transparent and say I've hustled backwards. And that's the problem that we got to do is touch those red flags, communicate to those red flags and address the right. issue. And, right. and you're allowing people to address the issue. Let's address the issue. They're hustling backwards
1: absolutely they are now here's here's an alternative that isn't as sexy but you can actually achieve what they wanted to achieve instead of starting a home-based business that you're never going to make money at you're just going to throw a lot of your you're going to try to throw in some personal expenses that you occur that occur in your regular life with Mm -hmm. or without the business and you're going to try to get a lower tax rate Instead of throwing $10,000 away at a home based business that you're never gonna make money at, mm-hmm. you could have just put that $10,000 into your uh, 401k. You would have still have less money. You, that's $10,000 mm-hmm. less mm-hmm. that you would be taxed on, but you still got the money. The money's in an investment. The and money it's is growing. Saved for your retirement, it's, and growing. it's growing rather than you throwing money away at a home based business that you're never gonna be successful. Mm. So that's what should happen, but here's the, here's the deal. If he told you that, and told you that you don't need the home-based business, how does he make money?
0: Exactly.
1: So that's why you always gotta look at the motivation of the person presenting the information. Uh, yeah. How can he make money it's if no, he told you you don't need the home-based man. business? Just put the money away for retirement. You get the tax
0: deduction. He gotta that eat. Way. He gotta eat, man. He gotta man, eat. He, he gotta right. eat. You know, he gotta eat. Oh man, let's let's see what he, what else he go where else he go mm-hmm. with it. Let's do that for thirty
3: years so they're 30, one day they're gonna be 65 whether well, they're working or not, or they're 35, whatever, right? Now let's calculate it. it. Says, does it make sense that you don't want a business so bad you'll throw away $400,000? See, but time out, time That does, see, see he's, he's he,
1: that, that's the BS. You don't need the business to do that. You can do that without the business. What he's saying is, change your W-4 withholding but change it to the point where you're not getting a big refund. Don't change it to a point where you're owing money. Yeah. Change it to the point where you're not getting a big refund. So if you're if you're used to getting a refund of $8,000, how about you change your W4 where you get a refund of $1,500? Yeah. Right? So now you have what $6,500 ish of uh, dollars mm-hmm. to put in this investment to put into a, a, a IRA. If you're over 50, you could put $7,000 in the IRA. If you're under 50, you're limited to 6000 But if your employer has a 401k plan, you could put up to 19500 in that. Mm-hmm. So you could put that whole 6500 into the uh solo i mean into the 401k and you can get if you do the same math that he did you'll get there you don't need the business to do that yeah. he's making it as if you have to have the business the Dude. home-based business to do that why that's how he makes money
0: hey and you know maybe they, they a lot of people preach on that well, you know, it's sole proprietor, and if you are sole proprietor, you could still get the same tax this breaks in this that Donald Trump got, or you get the you got a home based business, you're gonna get this tax break because this is how they do it, and, and you know, it's I, I, it's really I, I, bad. I, I, I
1: heard. There is a, uh, a a woman that I believe she's based out of Chicago, and she preaches this. Uh, because I don't want to drag you into it, I'm not going yeah. to Hey, hey
0: I'm, I'm going to need some of your trolls, man. I'm going to need some <laughs> of them, man. I'm, I'm trying to grow, and, and I know they like to eat, so let me feed some of them <laughs> too. Right, to right.
1: <laughs> so so there's, there's, there's a sister out of uh, uh, Chicago. Uh, her name is Lynn Richardson. She has a pretty good following. She has a radio show. She has some other internet things, and she preaches that. She preaches the home based business. The home based business is the financial tool, the financial uh, 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 key to be financially free for everybody. Everybody needs a home based business. She says this all the time. She actually sent me an email, (laughs) an email uh, uh, after, like, months, months, months after I did the video. Just basically saying that, yeah, she agreed with me that she is not a financial expert, that she doesn't know taxes. She learned taxes from someone who is an expert, but she's not an expert. But she ain't. It's like, yeah, I, I I know you're not an expert yeah. is what you're saying is, is, is a buffoonery. I, thank you for admitting that, but I know what you're saying is buffoonery. But so, so they they say this type of stuff. If you have a home-based business, you'll have all the tax deductions that these multimillionaire people and multimillionaire business owners have. No, you, you don't understand. Like, that's not how it works. OK, the reason why these uh, businesses have those tax deductions is because they're making money. Mm-hmm. They're making money. They're making millions and millions of dollars in order to make those millions and millions of dollars. They have to have, they have certain expenses that they incur while making that money. They have employees, they have inventory, they have all these things that cause them to actually have to write certain things off because you're not taxed on revenue. You're taxed on your net income. Here's the issue. If you do not make a profit in your home-based business or any business, if you do not make a profit uh three out of the last five years of operating mm-hmm. the internal revenue service has the ability to determine your business is a hobby and because your business is a hobby they will disallow your deductions mm-hmm. so while you spent that money you won't even get the tax benefit yep. from it yep. and it makes more sense For you to simply, if you have this extra money that you're throwing at a home-based business that's not making you anything, just use that money and put it in a tax-deferred retirement account. You'll still get the tax deduction and you'll actually be saving for retirement. But one, that's not sexy. Two, you can't make money telling people that if you're not a licensed financial advisor.
2: Yeah, yeah. See, you
1: have to be licensed yeah. to give people investment advice. Yeah. And these fake gurus are not licensed to give you financial advice. But you don't need a license to sell someone a home-based business starter kit. Yeah. You know, There's no license required for that. You said so entrepreneur starter, to, to, yeah.
0: entrepreneur starter kit.
1: Entrepreneur starter kit. They're going to push <laughs> what they're legally able to make money on. And they're not legally able to, like myself, to tell you, hey, listen, I think it'd probably be better for you to pay down that credit card debt. It makes more sense for you to pay down that credit card. debt. then after you get that credit card debt paid down, then maybe you need to go ahead and start investing and blah, 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 blah. Make sure you have a a three to six month emergency savings fund. I can make money off giving that financial advice because I went to school. I got my certifications. I also have my licenses. I can I can actually charge a fee for my advice. Same way lawyers can charge a fee for legal advice, I can charge a fee for financial advice. These fake gurus can't. So, so they it, have to sell what they can make money doing.
0: This this brings up what you always say. You're, you're, you're doing what you're supposed to do, JT. Thank you so much. <laughs> because the thing is, your favorite saying is, think like an accountant.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. That's absolutely. what you
0: say. You you're trying to help people at least think like an think accountant. Like a, if yeah. you can't advise them or whatever, you want to put them in the process to be able to use what's missing what we talked about earlier, which is mm-hmm. the critical thinking. Go yes. out, do the research, do some research on your own to back up yeah. what you're saying when and if I give you this notion of to, mm-hmm. to understand where I'm coming from, go look it up and see for yourself. You you know, because uh, you'll notice everybody in these businesses... Always say, I'm not a financial uh, advisor. You know, right. this is for information only. And, right. and information um,
1: and entertainment purposes, and
0: purposes <laughs> What's What's <laughs> entertainment about my money? Right. <laughs> you know, it's entertaining for you, I guess. You know, right. you're getting Absolute happy. A,
1: they're laughing all the way to the bank with your money. Yeah. yeah
0: and, and to bring up them. another point, you say it's not sexy. Right? No. It's just like the. It's just like when we go to a grocery store. You got the real ugly tomato, right? Same nutrients. That meaning that bumpy, ugly, big tomato. Good tomato. Ugly though. Ugly. Right. Then you got this nice little sexy round, tight skin tomato over here, all glossed up. And you'll find that this, this tomato over here might take some time to look at, to put in your bag, but it's got the same nutrients. Right. Then what, you, you understand what I'm trying yeah, to say? It, 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 but the thing is, it's
1: even worse than that. And let me explain why. It's even worse than that. Because that is taking into consideration that things are equal. Things aren't even equal. Mm-hmm. The, the best example that I, I can give and that I always say is the difference is between two different health experts. One is a personal trainer, mm-hmm. someone that's going to tell you, listen, you're trying to get a beach body. Mm-hmm. What you're gonna need to do you need to go, you need to change your diet. you need to work out two to three times, maybe a day. But definitely four or five times a week you're gonna have to totally change what time you wake up what you eat and it's not going to be overnight it's Mm -hmm. not going to take one week Mm -hmm. one month or even six months it may even take a year or two but if you stay on this plan and you stay disciplined Mm -hmm. little bit by little i say two to three years you are going to have the physique and the body that you dreamed of. Damn JT, I'm about to go work out thing. right
0: now. Thanks, man. I'm about to, I'm this dad I just got to go, right. man. It's got to go, right? So you have you have that health expert.
1: Then you have someone that says, listen, if you buy this pill or this milkshake, and you just take this pill before every meal, or you drink this <laughs> milkshake after every meal, trust me, you're gonna get the body that you want. Look at my body. I just work out maybe once a week and I do this. The issue is the person, the the, the physical trainer who gave you that sound advice that's not mm-hmm. sexy, who told you it's going to take some time, mm-hmm. but you can get there if you stay disciplined. No one wants to sign up for that. Nah. The line is around the corner for the magic pill selling person. Mm-hmm. And they're not, you're never going to get the same results. Yep. You're going to quit with the pill thing because the pill thing doesn't work. That's BS. It's a placebo. You're really just taking the pill, thinking that you're feeling better. Yep. And you, if you work out, you'll get the results, but you're yep. not going to work out because you think the pill is going to make mm-hmm. you better. That's the the, the the dilemma when it comes to these financial gurus. What they're saying, not only is it sexy, but it's bad advice. What I'm saying is not sexy and it's good advice. That's mm-hmm. the issue that people have. So it's not just the presentation is different and the results are the same. The presentation is different and the results are totally opposite. Yep. That's, that's like the, message.
0: That's like the story of the ants. You know how the ants always working, they storing up they cuz they know winter's coming. Winter's coming. You know, right. we got to stock up our shelves. We got to do what we got to yeah. do. Our work ain't sexy. The, the grasshopper ain't doing nothing but eating the grass that's out in the spring <laughs> and in the summer. Right. He 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 partying right now. You know, right. he might have went out and got him a little PPP loan. Like, <laughs> yo, I'm, I'm getting it right Ball. now. I'm balling at the sunflower, right? But then Anna's like, man, you crazy. I'm gonna keep getting this right. sugar and storing mm-hmm. it up so my family can eat for the rest of the winter. And then we can Absolutely. bring in that we still go party next spring because we still good. We and right. we just go keep working. We working a little bit lesser as the years mm-hmm. go, you know, you stocking up. That advice yeah. you give is 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 smart, man, because we need that brings back to what I was saying, patience. You gotta have patience. In- this is
1: something that I learned. man. I'm, I, I turned 38 this year. And something that I learned is that patience and discipline, you can't buy that.
2: Mm-mm.
1: It's only earned. It's only earned. You only get, be, develop the skill of having patience, develop the skill of being disciplined. You have to earn it. You can't inherit it, you can't buy it, there's no magic pill that you can take. You're only gonna be able to develop develop those skills by actually doing the work. And the issue is we have a popular culture that rails against discipline, that rails against having patience. You can have it now, get it now. Don't worry about tomorrow, you only live once. You know, those type of suggestions through popular culture, through movies and music, those type of things actually have an effect on people. They they, they don't realize it, but it does. And because you're trying to present yourself with a social media lifestyle that you really aren't upholding, but you want people to think that you're rich, you Mm -hmm. want people to think that you have the greatest life in the world, you are destroying your future to do that now Yep. and you only come to that conclusion when you're 59 years old you have no money saved for retirement and now you're thinking i'm going to be that person that's 60 something years old greeting people at walmart
0: oh man and
1: and by then it's almost too late
0: yep you know um i do want to be that old guy jumping out of planes like I'm enjoying life, like going down with the, the you know, I didn't have the goggles on like <laughs> I want to be that old dude for the sake of my kids because I need them to see that you know. But it, take, um,
1: it takes sacrifice now and I'm not talking about sacrifice where you're eating beans and drinking water all yeah. the time. I'm talking about sacrifices like do you really need an expensive handbag? do you really need to have a new car every three to four years do you really need to eat out at restaurants five to six times a week you can buy groceries and just (laughs) you know make sure that you're making the proper meals and meal planning that Mm -hmm. will save you money do you really need to have every single streaming app did yeah. you survive off youtube and maybe just one of those streaming apps mm-hmm. what are you doing to ensure that you are spending less than what you make that's the sacrifice that you make now to invest in your future so that you are not living paycheck to paycheck yeah the you of tomorrow We'll always sing the praises of the past you or the you of today if you make that sacrifice. But the issue is, most of the time, we say, F the me of tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't let that me hey, <laughs> <laughs> figure it out. Hey. I'm living today. The, 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 the tomorrow me? That guy?
0: Whatever. He's whatever. It. He's, he's going to um, die anyway.
1: <laughs> right. And, and that's the issue. That's it. I mean, it's, like, it's, it's
0: so it's small. It's small sacrifices. Right. Like yep. me and my family, we just went on a trip to mm-hmm. Jamaica. We went to Jamaica. Nice. Right. Oh, nice. mm-hmm. and it's expensive. You got two kids. It two, It ain't cheap. And we uh, ain't rich. But it took time. We, we saved. We saved. You, it was, you
1: financially planned. Yeah. For this family vacation. You made sacrifices in the past to save up enough money so that when you did go on this family trip, you weren't broke because of it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You had to you had to check your budget. Right. You got to check your budget. Okay, so we got the investment going on, you got your little stuff where you're at least saving something is growing. You got all of that going on. So the leftover, if you do have a little bit of leftover, you could take, enjoy yourself. Don't stand pinned up all the time. Kids got yeah, yeah, to you
1: it. It's the same thing with working out. And, and, and you can't tell by my shoulders, but I try to work out.
0: Okay. I try to work because everybody just sees me
1: throw, from from chest out. Yeah, I try, I try to work out. I try to work yeah. out maybe three or four times a week. You know, I, I was an extremely active athlete in, in high school, and especially when it comes to to wrestling, you got to be on top of your diet. Oh yeah, you actually you y'all, have y'all to lose weight. y'all fluctuate yeah, weight. Yeah it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So uh, the, the point that I'm trying to make is if you are so strict in a diet and you never give yourself any cheat days. You never give yourself any days to enjoy a meal that you know is not healthy, but it feels good. It makes mm-hmm. you feel good. If you are so strict on a diet, you're gonna wake up one day and you're gonna binge eat. And that one day is gonna turn to two days. A week. Those two days are gonna be a week, <laughs> month, a year, and you'll wake up and you'll look at yourself and be like, what, what have I become? Mm-hmm. And it's because your diet was so strict that you started to build up resentment in your mind for that diet. And then when you finally broke out and said to get it, I'm gonna start enjoying my meals. Mm-hmm. That resentment went overboard. And then now <laughs> you just started to overeat and overeat and you got out of shape. Yeah,
0: well, my I resented uh, Jamaica because that's what... <laughs>
1: You're out to
0: you're make you're you just go right. to Everything you know, all inclusive, right. baby. Let me get this. I'll, I'll be, I'll be healthy. Give me some of them plantains, okay? Now right. this roasted pork that right here, this oxtail, this, ox tail, this <laughs> chicken. It. I need all of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so, the point that I'm trying to make is because of that. That's a reality in health, and I think the average person can can it makes sense to them. You want to have cheat days. I follow the Rock on Instagram, like. 30 million other people follow The Rock. And sometimes he'll show you meals that are just just disgusting. When I say disgustingly delicious. Like these big, fat, greasy burgers, these huge donuts and stuff like that. Because even The Rock, someone who is an icon in fitness, he understands, I got to have some cheat days. I got to be able to, to enjoy having a meal because if I don't, I may build up resentment in my mind yeah. and I will fall into bad eating habits, which will destroy my fitness. Goals. All the way the around. Point I'm trying to make is it's the same thing financially. If you are so strict with your uh, with your budget and you don't allocate any funds for having fun, you're going to build up resentment in your mind towards your budget. And then when you go on that vacation, when you decide to go to Vegas and, and, and splurge, it's not good enough just to do it once, right? Yep. You're gonna say, man, that felt so good, I'm gonna do it again, yep. and I'm gonna do it again, and I'm gonna do it, and then you're gonna look up and you're up to your eyeballs in debt. Yep. Why? Because you are too strict with your budget.
0: Yep. It's
1: the same way you have to allocate for cheat days, with your health and with food, you also have to allocate for fun days with your money so mm-hmm. that you don't build up resentment towards a budget.
0: Is it is it safe to say like money has an energy in itself it has a like a whole nother entity within it like that's <laughs> living money is living I'm I, you know somehow right. another money is living the way you just put it made me think about that because you said mm-hmm. you know you're you're living and you're on a diet and stuff and you have to have that cheat day but and you have to financially think the same mm-hmm. way so you don't have that right. resentment it makes me think money has that little entity yeah. in it that that's living inside of it and you got to what? maintain what the we diet mean? on it well I
1: refer to it as behavior finance. Hmm. Money has a way of affecting the way that you think and behave. Right. And if you do not have a proper relationship with money, it can control you in an extremely negative way that will affect every other aspect of your life so it does have a certain energy to it you know when i'm speaking in it this Mm -hmm. way because yeah it it has an effect on your mind and because your mind controls your actions it's going to have an effect on the way that you live so you have to have a proper relationship with money and understand that money is a resource used to accomplish goals the question you have to ask yourself is what are your goals Right. If you say that your goals are to become financially free, financially stable, not live paycheck, paycheck. If your goal is to have some sort of inheritance that's going to be left for your children. Now, Mm -hmm. you said that was your goal. Yeah. But if I look at your bank statement and see the way that you're spending money,
2: Mm.
1: you're not spending your money in a way to achieve those goals. So now the decision has to be made. One, are those really your goals? Because yeah, you're saying yeah. those are your goals. Yeah. You don't have to BS me. Yeah. yeah. I'm we, your advisor. Just so we, tell me what your goals
0: we are. We BS ourselves all the time, man. We right. gotta stop yeah. you know BSing ourselves. Like we That's lie right. to ourselves all the time and then we really, get in the hole.
1: If it's really your goal,
0: hmm. you will
1: put your resources towards those goals. That's why vision boards are effective for most people it puts out in front of you what you state your goals are. It's a reminder of what your goals are so that when you are, you know, spending out effort and money, it should be towards achieving those mm-hmm. goals. Yeah. If you're not then the if the goal is it's like carrot in the stick. Yep. If a donkey didn't like carrots, the carrot in the stick would never work. <laughs> It wouldn't work if the donkey didn't like carries. It it wouldn't. You know, you have to make sure that your goals are out in front of you and it's something that you really want. Because if you say you want it, then you would actually be spending your money in a way to achieve those goals.
0: JT, you on point, right? So you fell right in line with something like every week um, Mm -hmm. or every show that I do, I have like a shell topic for the show, right? Okay. Um, The last... The week before that was get your ish together, right? (laughs) Uh, uh, The last show before this one was manifest, manifestation, you know, mm -hmm. bringing things that positive things into your life, changing Mm -hmm. things, manifesting good or bad. We living in a crazy world right now. Like you can manifest good things or bad things. But let's right. try to, you know, trying to get into the culture, of putting out that energy where, you know, is we're going to manifest good things. And you fell right. right into that when you said like a vision board and stuff like that. And I got something personal to tell you that happened okay. to me because, you know, I, you know, I'm a bit materialistic sometimes. Or Some of the things that I really want. Right.
1: Almost everybody
0: is. Yeah. Right,
1: almost
0: everything. <laughs> yeah. Right, and I got this. I, I went on the Aston Martin website, made my own okay. custom Aston Martin. I was like, "This is the one I want to get right here. This, 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 is, this is, is it. Path. That's the joint right there. That DB, right. that DBS Coupe. That, that's what I want, right?" Uh, and I put it on my computer screen. This is literally this week putting it on my computer uh, screen. I got that one on one computer, then I got a, a a nicer, a nicer crib for the family on another computer. Then I got my family on one and my business, right. I'm always looking at my business. I'm looking at my goals. Like you were in my goals to meet. I f- it, it happens. <laughs> like I remember you showed Yeah, yeah. You like it's so before. serious. Right. It happens. Right. You got to write it down. You really uh, have to write these things down and and see them. But with the Aston Martin though. Now I don't live in a very bad neighborhood. I live in Durham, North Carolina. You know, you know, the Blue Devils, you know, UNC, right, right. you know, our HBCU, North Carolina Central, you know, Big Up Eagles, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so, you know, it's one of those things where I don't live in the worst neighborhood and I don't live in the best neighborhood. We're good median families around here, a good mixture of Got people. It. But if you go outside the neighborhood up a little way, you you might, you know, want to just keep it moving, right? You Got come it. out the neighborhood, you good, but you might want to still keep it moving, right? Right.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm at the stoplight coming back from taking my daughter to to school and at that stoplight by my my house by where I live at was that Aston Martin at the stoplight.
1: Get out of here. <laughs> I,
0: same thing I said. I said, no, that's a Hyundai Genesis. That's gotta be a, a <laughs> Hyundai Genesis or something, right? It wasn't. It was the Aston Martin. It was your
1: dream car.
0: My dream car sitting right there. And I said, by golly, I got to get it. I gotta get it because right. because right. it, right. it's just revealing itself to me. It's it's I gotta uh, get it. So I gotta take the steps I gotta do. Be responsible. Take the the, the, the ugly route, the unsexy way. You know, right. you know. But I gotta go to the gym and be diligent. You, you understand what I'm saying? You gotta work out. Absolutely. You gotta build that muscle. You gotta build mm-hmm. that patience. You gotta use that time wisely that you mm-hmm. do have, and, and just stay focused. And it'll come to you, man. Like so. Everybody out there, he's he's being real. We right. make you a vision board, trust me, make you a vision it, board, it, do something. It helps,
1: like I said, with the donkey and the carrot and the stick, it helps keep you focused on what your goals are so that you continue to take steps towards it. The moment, the moment you kind of lose sight of your goals. It's easy to fall into bad spending habits and bad habits just generally in life. You have to continue to focus on what your goals are. And when you do that, success isn't guaranteed, but your probability of achieving it is so much higher.
0: It's higher than that roulette table.
1: Uh, It's much higher than that roulette table. I can tell you that for personal experience. It is much higher than that roulette table.
0: Hey, well, JT, we we we've been on a while, right? I I really want to say this. I do this for everybody. I I, I took it from some somebody else's show, but it's a good a good thing to do for mm-hmm. our people. I want to give you your roses because you're educating. You're educating people. You know what I mean? Like you're giving people tangible education to make them more inquisitive to look up certain things and re-question what they're doing. It made me. Right. I came up after the first time watching some of your stuff. I came up. I said, Babe, I need to do better. I really need to do better. I need to do absolutely better." I told her that. She was tested that. Like I said, I need to do better. But I know I'm not the only one that felt that way, you know. And I want to say thank you so oh, much for doing everything that you do keep doing it keep right. going strong let the trolls eat keep feeding let right. them let them, <laughs> let them eat because that's all they. because right. they're not i bet you i bet you some of those trolls they're, they're trolls because you hit her you hit a soft spot
1: Right, right.
0: You yeah, like you know,
1: like you're talking about me. You're talking about something that I'm doing. And because I'm unwilling to change my behavior, I'd rather just attack you in the common sense. Yeah,
0: like they went to church and the preacher was talking about them. You know, like all, everybody had that come to Jesus moment. You like sit there. That, a a hit dog always hollers. Yeah, exactly. But thank you so much for being here you didn't have to do it you know but nah, but that goes brother, to show you're, you're,
1: the, you're a great supporter i like your content man the, the, what you contribute to my channel is 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 huge to me i appreciate it so brother i i had
0: to come through hey man i'm sharing i be sharing i be dropping it in <laughs> like how people be dropping stuff i put your videos when people be doing the mlm i put your video, <laughs> pow, watch this real quick. <laughs> hey, and that helps, that you helps know. so much. So, I appreciate it. Hey, can, could you please tell the people out there in the world, uh, my, my international followers, uh, the <laughs> listeners, the, the everybody everywhere that is listening, can you tell them how to, uh, you know, see your stuff, get in contact if they need oh, services or anything, man?
1: Yeah. Yeah, one, I I made it extremely easy where everything's all in one place. So what you can do, you can go to pocketwatcher.net. So uh, at pocketwatcher.net, it's a website that links all the other ways that you can reach me. You can click a button, you go straight to the YouTube channel. You can click another button. You can go to my actual accounting practice firm. So you can go to pocketwatcher.net if you wanted to book a, a consultation with me. And you you know you have some financial questions either you know tax or financial planning. You can go to pocketwatcher.net and book a consultation. So the easiest thing to do just go to pocketwatcher.net and you can find all my information right there
0: awesome are you just state-based Missouri or are you can can
1: I'm blessed to have a license that allows me to practice with and take on clients from anywhere in the world sometimes I have clients who are uh, overseas I have you know us-based clients who have tax obligations to the United States but maybe they're in Dubai maybe they're off somewhere Mm -hmm. and because of the federal license that I have I can have clients anywhere in the
0: Awesome. Well, I'm I'm going to use you, JT. I'm going to use you straight up. I'm a, that's that's real talk, man. I got to set up some time. I got to get it right, you know. Right. Um and uh simply you you said pocketwatcher.net, correct? Net correct. Hey, Amen. Yes. Everybody, y'all better go out there. If y'all listening, y'all better go out there right now. Right now. Get your itch together. Uh, today's right. show, the Shell topic, it, and I, I should have gave it out at the beginning, but it fit right in. And this is what mm-hmm. the Shell topic was for today. It was called, you could get with this or you could get with that. You can get with this <laughs> or you can get with that. I think I get with this because this, <laughs> this is where it's at. You know what I'm saying? So this is what the topic, you can get with this or you could get with that. That was the shell and topic for today.
1: That's what life is, man. That's yep. what life is. Life yep. is always. You can either go with the ugly truth that will actually lead you to the goal that you want to have, or you can take in the 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 hope dealers and just you know go with what looks pretty, but you're you're never going to end up achieving anything.
0: Yep, exactly. That's what life is. Exactly. So. um I'm going to round it out. I want to shout oh. out everybody. JT, again, thank you. Tell your boy Orlando, he, he's like yeah. your sidekick, man. I love that dude, too, man. He be instigating. He, he be I'm instigating.
1: Estate, he be if, instigating. Y'all, if, y'all, if y'all are interested, if someone listening right now or watching, and you are interested in becoming a real estate investor, Go to Orlando Miner's YouTube page. The brother gives great advice on how to get into the real estate investing space.
0: Word up, man. And for uh, the dad bodders, again, I need y'all to go. You know, you want to be a dad (laughs) bodder, man. Uh, Just go to uh, dadbodpc.com. Sign up for the mailing list. You get exclusives, anything like that. Just sign up for the mailing list. I got stuff that I'll be doing in the future. Uh, also, the t-shirts on there. Just go to the short store. The hoodies, t-shirts, coffee mugs, masks. I even got headphones on there. But also, <laughs> even I mean, I even got uh, CBD gummies on there. I mean, everything, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a now. I'm I started doing my own niche. I'm a variety, right. so you know, this mm-hmm. is the dad buying. I'm not buying into none of that no more. So, <laughs> you, you know, I make my own relationships now, you know, right, right. and uh, simply, uh, you know, also my number one sponsor, BK Republic. Big up, big up, big up, people. My my <laughs> brethren's, I gotta big them up. Please, if you haven't, JT, go to BKRepublic.com, BK brother. Re- they I'll got some, they, they even got sway in the morning gear on there. They're licensed for some of the sway in the morning awesome. uh gear on there, so they. Oh, they got, okay, the, the sway. they got sway in the morning sneakers on there. That's dope. Yeah. Not to, uh, in, and not to ruin anything, you know, dad buy stuff, you know, hey, just let you know it's coming out soon. Um, oh, no, it's on the way. <laughs> yeah, it's on the way. Go to uh, Instagram. You can go, you can get everything on my website, stream there, everything. But we on all major platforms as well. But go to Instagram.com uh, or Instagram and you'll find me at dad buy PC. PC stands for podcast. So dad buy PC uh, on Instagram, Facebook. I think we're streaming live on my Facebook page right now as well. Right now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. so so we, I got it on there, the Facebook Dad Buy Podcast with Raymond Gritty Green. And it has been a pleasure to have you here again, sir. Uh, Thank man, you absolutely. so Thank much. Thank you for the invite. Hey, anytime, man. You wanna you wanna uh, hit me up anytime, man. I'm open, man. You know, whatever, man. Get you out here to the the comedy the comedy uh, spot out here and get you to do some stand up. You know, um, uh, you go in, man. You can just go in on somebody and be like, yo, let me see your checkbook. Why you still got one?
2: <laughs>
0: hey, but you know, seriously, man. Thank you again. You have a yep. blessed day. This has been the Dad by Podcast. Peace to the Middle Eastern hair grease. Never take a lease on a car. Hold it down. <laughs>